Charlie's Philly Steaks. Now open at Ohio State, where Phillies are grilled to order and wings made to savor. Intense chef-inspired bold flavors, from mild to wild, like Nashville Hot and Dare You Try Angry Ghost. For a limited time, try our grand opening special. Six boneless wings, Texas toast, fries, and a drink, all for $7.99. Come and find us at 18th and High Street. Charlie's Philly Steak, always grilling fresh. Blog Talk Radio. Manhattan, an art in Hollywood scene. 
Um, and before it all, I guess we'd like to have a moment of silence for one of our very dear uh, actors in the Hollywood industry. And for those of those who don't know yet, uh, Mr. Paul Walker, that passed away Saturday afternoon um, in Santa Clarita. So, yeah, let's give that about a minute. Alrighty. So, what's up, bro? How are you? Well, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So, tell us, what's going on? What's up? Well, the first bit of news, well, I'm just going to talk about, yeah, a moment about Paul Walker, what happened. Um, So, as everybody remembers him, he was in, uh, he was like the lead character next to Vin Diesel in Fast and the Furious series. And they had recently just started filming their seventh film. In uh, they started in September, and yeah, he was. Uh, what the story is? What happened was they were driving him and his friend. He was a passenger. His friend, his name is Roger Rodas. Rodas, I think it's like that. He was 38, and he owned this company called Always Evolving, which was an auto auto dealership and racing service company. They were they they were this racing team type thing. So they were friends. And what happened was that apparently they were speeding and they crashed into a utility pole and the car burst into flames. And that's what happened. They both passed away at the scene. And I know some people that really like Paul Walker. They said they thought he wasn't really such a good actor, but I enjoyed him. Every time he was ever on, on camera, I think he did a great job of what he was given every single time. So we've really lost like a very talented actor and apparently also a very nice person, a very good guy. He, would, mm-hmm. he apparently never acted like a celebrity. He was always at charities. In fact, this was for a charity event that same day he was coming from. He was coming from a charity event when he passed away. Mm-hmm. And he left behind a 15-year-old daughter. And I'm not sure, uh, but his daughter had just recently said that she had come to live with Paul Walker here in California. And then he passed away. So we took our wow. moment of silence, and I, silence, yeah, and I just wanted to uh, clarify everything that happened that day. And that not only Paul Walker lost his life that day, but also his friend, uh, Roger Rodas. And who and he who was, was his friend? Can you elaborate more on that? Because uh, well, the mo- the mo- that all, all that I know huh? about the friend is that he was he owned this company called Always Evolving, which was an auto dealership and a racing service company. And apparently he was on a racing team with Paul Walker. Because Paul Walker not only raced in the movies, he also did it for a hobby, for a fun, for fun. And apparently, and that's and that's 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 as much as that I know about him. So what do you think? Wow. So it's very, you know, what that is very ironic. Do you think were they speeding? What was what was the actual issue? It was speeding. That's what the uh, yeah. sheriff said. Speed is what the reason. Uh, it was one of the reasons they crashed into the uh, uh, utility pole and the car set fire. Wow. 
You know, and I, and I like yeah. the fact that you mentioned that about the firm because I actually saw a post on that on Instagram yesterday, and it was, you know, it was funny at the moment because you're like, wow, that is so true. You know, they put the picture of the guy, they have a headshot of, the, of his friend, and they put, this is the guy that passed away with Paul Walker, but nobody cares because he wasn't famous. People, so, I, you I know, hate when people do that. No, they yeah. don't realize that. That guy wasn't even the, the first like the first like day they he didn't was, even and release his name. He was a driver. Name. Yeah. He was a driver, but they didn't even release his name. They didn't release his name. Like so many so many news outlets didn't have his name yet because they weren't releasing it. And that was like recently when they did that. And of course, like how many people how many people are going to care because Paul Walker was a public figure. Every a lot of people knew who Paul Walker was. I'm not I'm not saying like. That, that his death is a, that the Roger Rodas guy's death is any less important, but that's what you're gonna get from humans. Okay, they know who Paul Walker is. They never heard of this guy before, and the yeah. people who are mourning mourning him are his family. And the point here yeah. is not to who to mourn who the most. Okay, the point is two people lost their lives, and a bunch of fa- and two families are very hurt right now, and a little girl doesn't have a father. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter if you're gonna be mentioning more people on on Facebook. If you're gonna mention on Facebook this actor more or this guy in your little status updates, that that makes a difference. Now, okay. The point is, two people are dead, and but and two families are in mourning. So get over it. You know, I feel Anyways. that most most of all, it's not only because we gotta. You know, social network is one thing, but, bro, we kind of feed off first is the media, you know, the direct media, the people that have the first access to this. And then from there, it's like playing telephone. You know, people hear that, and then they tell somebody else. Because I found out that same night through Instagram. I see I the celebrity makeup artist that I follow, and she posted, and I was like, wait, what? So, and then when I go search it up, all they say is Paul Walker. I had thought that Paul Walker was in the car by himself of how, so how centered it was on him. I had no idea that he was an yeah. actual passenger in the car, you know? Yeah. So, I found, you know, and it's I, all I found out, the media. I, mean, I found out also through a social network thing, and then, and then I'm like, what? That's random. And I look it up, and then, yeah, I saw I saw actually read that he was, he was two people in the car, but they hadn't released his name yet. They hadn't mm-hmm. said who was his name. What happened? Because I, I read it Saturday night, and I was here in California, exactly. so... I read it yeah. a little bit. I read it Saturday night, and not too long after when that happened. So yeah, I read it. There it, was two was, it was about three o'clock over there. Wasn't, was, yeah, his name wasn't um, released yet. So yeah. Anyways, may they so rest in peace. Now, yeah, may he rest definitely rest in peace. So um, and you know, not let just to elaborate a little bit more. I actually looked up, you know, and um, even the friends such as Ludacris. You know, I call them friends because these dudes have been working together since fast, since the first fast and the serious, you know, Vin Diesel. And I yeah, kind of looked, went to look up one. if they had posted anything, if they had said anything, even Michelle Rodriguez. And the only one that I saw that actually posted something was Ludacris on his Instagram because he's like an Instagram fanatic. And, you know, and all he said was, like, you know what, um, my blessings to the family, and may he rest in peace. Like, you didn't even see yeah. them make this whole commotion, you know? Yeah, like, uh, I know, but I saw I saw that uh, Vin Diesel, uh, a bunch of other actors, too, and people who've met him before, Vin Diesel, as well as Tyrese Gibson posted stuff, and Tyrese Gibson looked like he was the most, like, hurt by it, <laughs> from what he said, but yeah. either way, let's... Uh, <laughs> Let's let's keep this going. 
All righty. Uh, so, so let's, let's move along. The next uh, first bit of news is just two-part news uh, for trailers, for movie trailers. Um, mm-hmm. The Amazing Spider-Man 2, the trailer is, going to I think, going to premiere with, um, oh, man, I think yeah, it's gonna. I think it's gonna tease. The teaser trailer is gonna be in the Hobbit: Desolation of Smog. It's gonna be premiered before it. Okay. And then the first trailer for Interstellar. Interstellar is uh, Christopher Nolan's follow-up to the Dark Knight trilogy. Mm-hmm. Is gonna be also in the Hobbit, and it's gonna be a minute and like forty-four, forty-three seconds. And I prefer if trailers are like that actually. If trailers are short, because if they're two more than two minutes, it's already too much, and you've kind of like revealed the whole movie. So you know, there's okay. trailers are like three minutes or something. I'm like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if well, it's yeah, a trailer you, short, I mean, it has a better effect. Okay. And one of these, I know the yeah. Hobbit is releasing later, later uh, December. This Friday. Wait, this no, Friday not this Friday. Uh, next Friday. Next Friday. I'm okay. sorry. Next Friday. Oh, so Friday perhaps we could, we could go see it together. Okay, awesome. I'm actually trying. I think I might be. I'm trying to see it actually today. Uh, oh, I think that would might, be awesome. I'm trying to get in to see it today because I think the the premieres today. I'm trying to see if I can get okay. tickets in there. Okay, well but then. Anyway. Never mind then. I'll be seeing the review soon. Alrighty. So what's next? I'll try. <laughs> no promises here. <laughs> Okay, so uh, next bit is um, the Millenni- Millennium Falcon. Uh, I'm not sure if you know Sasha, but this is from Star Wars. This is Han Solo's ship in the original mm-hmm. trilogy. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Millennium Falcon has already been built to scale outside and inside in Bad Robot Studios. Bad Robot Studios is J.J. Abrams Studios, who are notoriously secretive. But apparently, they've already built the ship for the movie in there. Okay. So there's that. <laughs> and where so is it? So I'm guessing Bad Robot Studios, that's that's here okay. in LA. It's JJ right. uh, Abrams Studio, I think. Yeah, it is his, but I think it's here in LA. But anyways, that's uh that's right there is that the Millennium Falcon is gonna be in this movie. So yeah. Okay. Uh, and this is uh, some rumors here, but I'm actually pretty excited about this. There is a, Sony's considering The Last of Us, sort of. It's not really confirmed, but this is a big rumor. Um, Sony had just had just registered two domains under thelastofusmovie.com and thelastofusmovie.net. Okay, no this way. doesn't necessarily confirm that it's a movie, that they're making a movie, because right now they're trying to get Uncharted, and Uncharted has been several years, since 2007, in the making. And it's really, I, 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 it's really like unlikely we'll see this anytime soon, but maybe they were just doing this so to protect the rights, so if anybody wants to make an, a The Last of Us movie, they can't. They would have to go okay. through Sony. Maybe that's what they were doing. But still... <laughs> It, we'll, we'll find out soon enough. And I mean, if The Last of Us was was to be adapted into a film, and if it was done with the correct people, I guarantee you this has some Oscar-worthy. Uh, it's an Oscar-worthy movie if it would be adapted. And it's kind of and that's kind of interesting because 
It's a post-apocalyptic zombie-type virus. But if you get more technical into it, it's not really zombies. They're actually people. They're actually people who. It's it's much more complicated. Some sort of fungus grows in their brain, and a person is still alive the whole time. And the fungus pretty much controls their brain and makes them feed on other people, other humans, to survive mm-hmm. and spread the, and spread the the fungus. So it's the the people are actually alive the whole time. They're not dead and brought back to life. They're alive the whole time. They're aware of, of what they're doing, although they can't do anything to stop it. So it's, it would be kind of interesting to see this type of genre to be, if if it's done correctly, to be Oscar-nominated. Because if it's done correctly, I guarantee you this could be up there. Because the, so? the game was really, really good, and it's been already said to be the Citizen Kane of video games. And that's that's like huge, because Citizen Kane is a movie by Orson mm-hmm. Welles is supposed to be known as the best movie of all time. And if you were to okay. call a video game the Citizen Kane's a Citizen Kane of video games, that's ridiculous. You're saying that it's the best video game of all time. That means in the past like twenty, thirty years, The Last of Us beats all of that. Well, you know that it is. I mean. It was a big hit as a, as a video game, so you never know. But like you said, like it has to be a well-adapted screenplay, great directorial skills. It can't be just any director, you know. It really there's a really has to go a lot into it for it to be even Oscar worthy. Yeah, definitely, exactly. And the cast too, because mm-hmm. the the voice actors were more talented than any on-screen actors I've seen in a while. I mean, these guys have talent out the ass. <laughs> Excuse my mm-hmm. language. They're, like, ridiculously talented, all of them. And I'm surprised why they're not doing on-screen acting. But they all are ridiculously talented. And it'd be hard because most of these actors, they portray characters that look nothing like them. So they wouldn't be in the movie. So it'd be kind of hard to find an, act- an actor who has the skill to do what they did. Yeah. Which so yeah, it'll be interesting. Hopefully, it'll be a it'll be a really good movie. So, anyways, uh, let's get into Edgar Wright. Uh, this is probably if you're a really big fan of Edgar Wright, you'll understand. Edgar Wright is the director of Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, The World's End, uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and he's also the director for the upcoming Ant Man movie. So, okay. apparently, he's working on this movie that's called The Collider. He's working on several movies besides Ant-Man. And uh, it's called Collider and another one called uh, The Night Stalker. But anyways, these are horror movies, straight horror movies. They're not like Shaun of the Dead, that he did like a, a, a horror comedy movie. They're nothing like that. And apparently, he's working with this guy. He's working with Mark Protosevich. Uh, mm-hmm. He's from he's a the screenwriter for Old Boy, and apparently, um, he said that that the script they're working on that the movie is sort of scary. That's what they're trying to do. The movie is scary but smart. Okay. So it kind of sounds that um, Edgar Wright is straying away from his usual movies and going for a really horror, a really straight horror movie. Like, of course, there's going to be some comedy in horror movies, because there always is. There's a, comedy, there's a comedic relief in all horror movies. 
But mm-hmm. for this one, it seems that it's going to be straightforward horror and just the bit of com- comedic relief. And that's a really big change for Edgar Wright, because if you've seen Scott Pilgrim vs. a World, if you've seen Hot Fuzz or Shaun of the Dead, you know exactly what I'm talking about. These movies are not, they're not too serious. They don't take themselves too serious. Definitely. So if this is, this is gonna be if this is gonna be like his like new direction, that'll be interesting. And I would like to see that. I'm not a fan of horror movies, but if it's by Edgar Wright, it might be a bit different. I'll see. <laughs> Maybe worth watching. Yeah. So uh next bit of news is um Pirates of Caribbean five news. Yay! Yeah. Two casting <laughs> rumors. Christoph Waltz okay. has been rumored uh, to play the villain. Christoph Waltz was, uh, what's it called? In Django and Chain, he 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 was uh, the bounty hunter uh, Schultz. Mm-hmm. Schultz. I, I keep forgetting his name. What's his mm-hmm. character's name? But anyways, Christoph Waltz was in Django Unchained, and as well as Inglorious Bastards, and he won two Oscars for Best Supporting Actor in those movies. So apparently he's going to be one of the villains. This is a rumor that he might be okay. a villain. And and also uh, Rebecca Hall is rumored to be the the new woman in Jack Sparrow's life. <laughs> Rebecca Hall, she's a she was in Iron Man three. She was that one chick. Oh God, I don't even know how to explain it. Uh, she was that one girl. I don't know. She just, Rebecca Hall. <laughs> Okay. I really like that movie, Iron Man 3. God, it was so terrible. Anyways, they're also rumored to play. Wait, hold on. You said Iron Man 3. So which one? The one that comes back to get, uh, to warn him about the whole craziness? Sure. I think, yeah, yeah, that yeah her. <laughs> yeah, that one. Okay, I know what you're talking about. All right. That's Rebecca Hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that's <laughs> what it is. Well, she's. Anyways. I wonder what is she gonna be doing. All right, I don't really like her, but okay. She's gonna play uh, next uh, Jack Sparrow's next love interest. Yeah, I know, but I don't really like her. But all right, okay. Yeah. So speaking of Django Unchained, the director Quentin Tarantino segue to the next news. Quentin Tarantino is working on a new script. And mm-hmm. all he said so far is that in an interview with Jay Leno that it was um. Western genre. That was it. It's going to be another Western movie, not mm. not continuing Django Unchained story, Django's story or anything like that. It's just a, a next another Western. Mhm. Yeah. So there's that. Mhm. Um, I I was kind of hoping because he's been doing this thing lately, where uh they're they're set in really important times and he does and they and it. Like his movies, like *Sense and Glorious Bastards*, they're they're set in very serious, important times. But the stories are of revenge and retribution. Mm-hmm. Like *Glorious Bastards*, it was Shoshana, the Jewish girl, getting revenge on the Nazis, and then it was uh, Django getting revenge on the slave owners. Well, I was yeah. hoping that he would it would be in that Western time, but it would be like a Native American getting revenge on the white man, quote unquote. I would like to All see right. that. That would be really awesome if there was a movie, if there was like a, if Quentin Tarantino did that, like just a revenge flick, but for Native Americans, like Native Americans, like just getting revenge on the white man and all the massacre that happened when Columbus showed up and then everything else that followed after that. 
so I this, think that'd all right, be really awesome. Okay, but, but now we get there's another a lot. Yeah, that that's that's a very touchy subject, and there is so much more because I feel that if of an American does Slavery that movie, Slavery is a very what? touchy subject, and he did a movie yeah. out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. But this is the thing. What did he base the slavery on? You know how you do you you know, the slavery began way before they even began got here to the Americas. The first slave ship settled in the island that is now known as Cuba, you know. So like there's so much more and I feel like when they just think of slavery, they go directly to the African Americans here in the United and what's now the United States. So I well, feel like there's the, so the stereotypical much, on that. Like really but the Americans, they're like, they were much worse They for years. And then even after slavery was not illegal, there was just tons of tons of segregation. And it was just lots of racism. And it kept going until, like, what, 50 years ago. That was not well, so Americans, long ago. Americans until after a certain generation, bro, because they, they were Europeans to begin with, you know. And what about the Europeans that brought, you know, that brought all these people to to other islands that that wasn't necessary Cubans, you know. I mean, uh, the island of Cuba was other islands too in their Caribbean that were brought to that they were brought to places like uh, you know in South America. And let's not even go to African Americans. How many Native uh, Indians were killed because? That's what I'm. That's what I'm whatever, saying. He already, you know, if he already many, did a movie. If he, I mean, if he already did a revenge flick for slaves. Why doesn't he do now another one for Native Americans? It it totally makes sense. We haven't mm-hmm. seen anything yeah, like yeah. that. It'd be yeah. really it'd be really awesome, and it'd really go for like Quentin Tarantino's style because it'd be very violent, and the type of weapons that Native Americans used back then were pretty gruesome. And <laughs> yeah. I would like to see that. I think it'd be awesome. Yeah, I mean he already uh, but, had another I mean, Oscar and Western one, movies. So I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Westerns are getting to come back now. I think we're going to see a lot more westerns now in uh, in theaters. And I think the movie that really started it was True Grit, the reboot, the remake so? of True Grit, not the reboot, the remake of True Grit, mm-hmm. which is really good. And I think that really kickstarted the whole let's make more westerns because there's mm-hmm. still, there's lots of potential in westerns. And even though some were like cowboys and aliens, which were sci-fi and Western, and then the Lone Ranger did terribly and everything, but it's still, there's more Westerns coming every day, and also Django Unchained, you know, it was an Oscar-winning Western. Definitely. So definitely, I think the Western should make a comeback. But anyways, last bit of news is that DC is planning to release uh, two low-budget superhero films a year, DC Comics, so they're going to do stuff like uh, apparently the Suicide uh, Squad, Team 7, and Deathstroke. And these are going to be like solo movies about them, and they're going to be low budget, like 20 to 40 million. And they're going to release two of those every year. That's, that's going to be interesting because Marvel already went with the big superheroes like Iron Man, Spider Man, all that stuff. Well, Sony went mm-hmm. with Spider Man, but, you know. The Hulk and everything, and they would let up to a Avengers movie. Well, they haven't done anything with their smaller characters. Now that they're doing movies for their smaller characters, and like I'm looking forward to those. But Justice League is, I mean, DC is going to do it opposite. They're going to start with a bunch of smaller movies, and the movie, the, the, the bunch of like smaller characters, and then going up to the 
bigger characters and then to like eventually Justice League. Okay. Yeah. So it sounds good. Yeah. Uh that was the last bit of news, but one more is just uh last night was the Walking Dead season four mid season finale. If anybody's a fan. Okay. Uh, I think I think really the show is just kind of dragging on now. Um, if you really like The Walking Dead, I really suggest you read the comic books so much better. I mean, The Walking Dead show is good in its own way, but it's it's getting bleh. like really my favorite was the first season, a bit of the second season, and now last night's episode because last night's episode was really really good. I really <laughs> did it had a lot of fan service in it, but it was it was very good. I enjoyed it so. Yeah, if anybody didn't know, that was the mid-season finale, and we're going to get the second half of the season in February. Yeehaw. Oh, and one more thing. Uh, If anybody's wondering, Fast and the Furious is not canceled. It's delayed, but it's not canceled. But I thought they were done shooting already. No, no, no. It's, uh, no, they they started in, in September, so depending what they shot, It'll see. We'll see what they can do. Wow. But I feel like they might just recast. No, no. They're just going to have to adapt the script and make Brian die earlier. Yeah, but that depends, that depends what they filmed. If they want yeah, to, if right. they want to start the movie already with his, with his, with his death, but without <laughs> it being filmed, then okay, then just make it like one of the reasons, like just put it in there. Okay. That'd be kind of like blew up or whatever. Anyways, yeah, because you, they didn't do that. They didn't do that to Heath Ledger. He died in the. He didn't even finish the freaking movie, and yeah, they, they went did, ahead. They did you finish know, a movie. they finished the movie when he passed away. It had, it had been finished they already. Just, when he passed away, they re-edited the movie so it can be more about the Joker and less about Batman. Oh, I had the idea that there was some certain shots that they, because I even thought there was like somebody else playing his part as certain certain parts, because you know, and you can't really talk no, about all was, the makeup and the hair. It was all Heath Ledger. It was all Heath Ledger. Okay. They had finished the movie beforehand. Okay. He was already doing press tours and everything when that happened. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's wrap right it then, up. So. For... Yeah, so uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook at the Real Robert AH, and uh, you can also check out my column at the Sasha Marina Show on your topics. That's the movie, and check out my and check out my videos, my reviews on YouTube. Just look up the Sasha Marina Show, and she'll have a That's the Movie playlist right there, and you can find all the videos. Sure. You know, like them, comment, share, subscribe, all that stuff. True. So, um, yeah. yeah, guys, totally. And check back every Monday for the show, for the for the news. All right, bro, so thank you so much for tuning in. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, ate a lot. Gained like six pounds. No way. Yeah. I ate a lot, too. I ate a lot of leftovers. I ate more, like, after Thanksgiving, like, because of the leftovers and all that than the actual date. Yeah. Yeah, 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 on Thanksgiving yeah. I ate like nothing And then the leftovers I've just been eating Like in fact I think I'm going to eat some now <laughs> Alright, cool So uh, thank you so much bro for your time And see you next week Bye Yeah, see you Bye Manhattan. Manhattan.
At Planet Fitness, you can get down with your judgment-free self. Join for only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, Planet Fitness has cardio, weights, and locker rooms that sparkle like a glass of New Year's champagne. Only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, join in-club or online at PlanetFitness.com. Planet Fitness, the judgment-free zone. Offer expires January 15th. Stop by any of our 15 area locations. Annual membership fee applies. Participating locations only. See club for details. At Planet Fitness, you can get down with your judgment-free self. Join for only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, Planet Fitness has cardio, weights, and locker rooms that sparkle like a glass of New Year's champagne. Only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, join in-club or online at PlanetFitness.com. Planet Fitness, the judgment-free zone. Offer expires January 15th. Stop by any of our 15 area locations. Annual membership fee applies. Participating locations only. See club for details.